This is a Maverick Podcast Network production. Welcome back, Terrence P. Elmore, to the show. How's it going, brother? Everything is good. Everything is good. How's everything going with you, brother? Pretty good, man. It's hump day. It's yes, sir. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this weather. It's getting cold again, but I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. I could deal with it. How's the weather yeah, in your neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like our roker. How's the weather in your neighborhood? <laughs> it's um. The rain brought in some cold, which uh-huh. I like when it's cold. But oh yeah, the thing that I don't like about when it's doing this flip flop is like, what do you do as far as the temperature in the house? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then because the pollen is out, you really don't want to have your windows up, right? Kind of because you're gonna have all the pollen coming in through. And then it's like, Don't do I put the that. air on? If you put the air on, you have to calculate, okay, when can I cut the air off? Okay, well, this day I got to put the heat on <laughs> because it's just way too cold in here from when the air was on. I mean, what? I hate this time of year. You know, I agree because even with like something like a, a smart thermostat, you can set like a zone of how hot it will get before the air comes on, how cold it will get before the heat comes on. I still got it flip it like a whole bunch of times because oh, yeah. the, the days like are so drastic like one day it was 75 the other day it was like 65 like where we do that at like, come that's on, man. it man sunday is supposed i mean yeah sunday and saturday here is supposed to drop down into the 20s and we just had what? like 85 on monday huh as the high no as the low the oh. high is supposed to be like 58 i heard north carolina is supposed to get like a 60% chance of snow? Oh, yeah. I believe mm. it. Mm. We usually Man. aren't done with this cold, cold weather um, generally until like the end of March. Right, right. Sometimes yeah. it runs into April, too, but yep. for the most part, you still gonna get some cold weather in, in March. That's right. Love March. It is that month <clears throat> where we party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you know I was Looking at the neighbor's yard, I was like, man, I'm glad I pulled them weeds because your yard looks like trash. And there's some neighbors that already started having the lawn care people come out. I'm like, oh, I was you like a couple of years ago before YouTube changed my life. Um, I don't know what's that about. You won't just pay people. To, I mean, somebody could have got out there and pulled them weeds before it got too bad. I did. <laughs> <laughs> They see me. They see me. I mean, it's like an easy thing you get from. Look, I look at people, what they do in their yard. And I'm like, ooh, let me try that. You know what I mean? They can do the same thing. Because, you know, I'm like one of the few black people on the block. So, you know, they're looking at me. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Tell me. Tell me what's going on. They got people that got more. Look, the neighbor's yard across the street. They have so much clover weeds that their grass is, your yard is fully green right now. There's no wow. way that your yard should be fully no, green. No, right no, no. <laughs> I was just starting to get green. And uh, well, of course, we got a bunch of weeds. Um, 
coming in like the little flower looking weeds. Uh, I hate those. Yeah. But um yeah, I noticed um matter of fact Monday that uh oh look at there some the grass is coming in green in spots. It's gonna be that time soon. <laughs> yeah. It's like man, and then it's like not I don't ready. know if my eyes are playing tricks on me or not, but it looked like the dead grass is even growing up too. I'm just like, what? I don't know. I mean, with the temperature <laughs> fluctuation, I mean, yeah. it's, it's probably confused. Like, do we grow? No. Do we grow? No. Okay. Do we grow? No. All right. All right. So we'll wait. We'll wait. The groundhog? What the groundhog say? Ah, fuck that groundhog. He don't know. They pick him up too <laughs> fast. <laughs> it's always cloudy outside. How does he see his shadow or not? So ground, everybody's confused. I saw the bird. I heard the birds chirping the other day. They ain't chirping the day though. Mm. Change, right? I, I heard. I heard like an insect buzzing around. They ain't buzzing the day though. It's too cold. See, they confused. I'm alright with that. You got to confuse them bastards. <laughs> yeah, because the, the bees are out, man. Not like the yellow jackets, but like those. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they're they're out buzzing. Yeah. My, like, my mom told me about that. She's she literally told me I was recording the podcast with K-Ron over the weekend. I got a text. I looked down because I, I like to look at my phone for the time. And then I was like, oh, snap. She sent me something about killer bees. Like this ran me back in the house just now. I'm like, oh, Lord, <clears throat> I'm definitely what? not in a rush to get back out there at all. Because, you know, you know. I I don't like uh things with exoskeletons. <laughs> I don't deal with them. I don't like them. <laughs> they get, you got wings that are translucent? I ain't messing with you, dude. <laughs> don't, don't come over here. <laughs> you got eight legs. God gave you too many. You should share. That's what I'm saying. Why you got so many legs? You're so low to the ground. You don't need a mate. That, that's not efficient. Yeah, something wrong with that. I saw a cricket in the garage the other day, and, and oh, that's so my annoying. first time seeing crickets in, in years. Yeah. It's like, where did you come from? I thought all the cicadas ate them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't seen a cricket. I remember back in the day, good Lord, it was, it was you know, living in um, the Charleston area, it, it might be a water bug, might be a cricket. I mean, it's yeah. go but it's out. It, it always happened to get in the house especially after a heavy rain because yes. we're so far under like um, sea level. <laughs> so like we're a big-ass bowl. Um, they're like, oh, well, let's come inside and dry off. We're like, no, man. And then when the, the crickets, good Lord have mercy. When you can't find them what? and they are fucking with you <laughs> with the little chirping and they get louder and louder. Oh Lord, there was one night. Oh Lord, I I swear to God, we moved every bit of furniture. I was like, and you know, the sound is like almost omnidirectional because it throws you off. You you think it's over here? (laughs) You don't know where it's coming from. (laughs) Motherfuckers ventriloquists or something. (laughs) Like, how is throwing the how does that happen? Uh -uh. Oh, you dying tonight. And you know they say don't kill the cricket. No, you you made me lose sleep. You got to die. Ain't nobody told you to come in here. <laughs> oh, that's what you. <laughs> oh, man, this is my house. I don't come around your house. Well, actually, I probably do if I walk through the yard. So my bad. <clears throat> yeah, I, I saw Honey. I shrunk the kids. Ooh, I missed that movie. I need to watch that again. 
Robbie came in and like, let me show you how it feels. <laughs> I wonder if they, I wonder if like insects try to get in your house as retaliation. Cause you know, we just, it's outside. We're like, let's, let's live. And we, maybe we like messing up their homes all the time. They like, Hey, let's send them boys at them. Who them boy, them boy, you know, them boys, you know, the really aggressive ones that like to start trouble. Yeah. The insects that like to chase you, you know, <laughs> this was our family territory. Y'all just came here and built a bunch of houses and mm. nah, this belongs to us. You ever got chased by a wasp? I saw one outside the window last week and I'm like, uh, God, I hope but, it's not a nest anywhere. It was a huge, <laughs> it was a huge wasp's nest. Yeah. In the bush in the side of our house. Mm-hmm. And I of course you don't know it's there until you just <laughs> so I was cutting the grass. Oh God. And I like to get close to the bush, you know. Oh, God. And I like to try to get close to stuff as possible without having to take the weed whacker. Right. Um you know, it makes that easier. Right. And so I got close to the bush and all of a sudden it was like five. And I was like, wait, wait, five. wait, wait. Five came out. And Ooh. so I jumped back immediately. <laughs> yeah, you better. Right. But then more. Ooh. More you really started. pissed them off. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it had to be anywhere from like eight to 10. And so I just, <laughs> I, you know, did my little jog away. <laughs> because like I told you before, I got stung. Like yeah. in the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you know, I think it was in middle school or high school cutting the grass. And it's yep. not a good feeling. I know the feel hey man. People laugh at me and my family thinking like I have this like crazy fear of insects. I keep telling them, you forget that time. It's always when I was cutting grass, and it was always, I think it was in my grandmama yard, and they had they had like two sheds. One was a boat shed and one was like a car shed that had like, you know, tools and stuff in it. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. country. So it was, you never know which, which shed had it. <laughs> it just catch you by surprise because yep. there was always trees around. So dang, every time I was on the lawnmower any given weekend, I'll fall off that thing and start running across the yard. <laughs> I got stung so much, dude. It hurt, even though I don't, I'm probably not allergic. But who the hell wants to get stung? Especially by more than one, man. It's painful enough, but just one, and then mm. you don't ever see it coming. No, like Macaulay Culkin, he didn't see that thing coming in my girl. Oh, it still hurt my heart. That traumatized me. That probably is um, attributed to my <clears throat> fear of insects because Macaulay didn't make it through that scene. Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, th- these bees are crazy. Like the wasps and all that, dude. They're so vindictive. It makes you feel like, and, and the, by the story you were telling, this makes me feel like that time where I, I made that wrong turn on the east side downtown Charleston at two o'clock in the morning, and then I just saw like one after another people just started to come out. Like, where the hell did y'all come from? Everybody lights was off. Y'all ain't hear me coming down here. All I did was go over speed bump a little too hard. I was like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Got to run. And I, I bet you had your ass had to do that with them bees. <laughs> hey, dude, dog. 
I mean, it, it, and so I figured, hey, I grabbed like, I think I grabbed a broom later and I just kind of knocked it around. Mm. And then the next time I cut the grass, I was more cautious, went over there again. And it seemed like it was about 12 to 15 this time they came. Oh, they was ready. So I was like, (laughs) okay, so I need to get the little wasp spray. Yeah. And so I got that and then I just, because they always come back. They always do. So I just laced the whole bush. <laughs> That's how you do it. It started coming out, and I'm just hitting them in the air. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, and okay. Then, You're are you in your front yard doing this? Yeah, well, yeah, the side of the house in the front, yeah, dude, the side of the house in the front. You do the weird shit. I always think about like after the like I'm fighting these things. Like, first of all, people from the street can't see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I'm wondering who's looking. I'm just like. Because when I ran off, I'm like, if anybody saw me run off, they got a good laugh just now. <laughs> yeah, man. So, dude, I feel you. Because if you, <laughs> I swear to God, if I look at my doorbell camera, it's probably some video of me just looking. You ever remember how uh, Martin was on national security? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too far from that, buddy. <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, they're they're treacherous. But, yeah, I told my mom I, the two fists, gotta, like you, you got to get like two of them cans. Yeah, and, I, and go in hard. I was like, dang, I'm out of the can already. Mm-hmm. But I just I went over there and I peeled the um the bush open, peeled the back some some of the brush, and <clears throat> the wasp nest itself was about the size of a softball. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. It was almost the size of it wasn't like a it wasn't like a full but they were on the way to making it there. So I Oh my god. That's I scary. chopped that up and I just, just... now how, okay, so I gotta know how you chopped this up. Did you like did you samurai chop it up? Did you no, like... I took my shovel and I um scooped it off the branch and I just because I got one of them flat um edge shovels. Yeah. So I just kind of chopped it around on the ground. It, I mean, were they in there or this was after you sprayed it? This was after I sprayed it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I left it there. It was just in case it was like, oh, I wonder if I think it's still there. No, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> Dude. So this is what happened. The last time I had to take down a a huge wasp nest. I think I did a little overkill, probably as I usually do. But all right, so I saw it. It was big as hell, man. I don't know if it was big as a like a softball. I didn't get that close. It was on like the side of the house, the 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 front porch side of the house. You never see until unless you like go sit there because it's like a little porch area, and gotcha. right on that corner, <laughs> there it was. You don't see it until it's too late. Um, and I saw it one day when the food delivery dropped off because we tell them to put it on the table. And I was like, I can't, I picked up the food. I'm like, oh, snap. There was all this buzzing around me. So I ran back in the house without one getting in there. I went back out. I was like, all right, I got to go to Walmart real quick. <laughs> I'm determined. The food's going to get cold. Going to Walmart. All right. So didn't end up going right then because I was, I was hungry. <laughs> 
didn't, you know, I was hungry. Um, but I went later and then I got two cans of the wasp spray, the one that you could stand long distance away and just hold yeah, it. Yeah. I got two of them. Then I was like, <laughs> I was like one of them, one of them uh, Westerns. I was in the Magnificent Seven. I was Denzel. I was Denzel. And then I had both of them. And I was like, I think I used half the can of each one. So making sure. Went back in the house. Ran in there. Ran in there now. Just making sure. Because you know they're vindictive. So I ran in. Oh, yeah. Gave them a few minutes. All right. All right. Cool. Went back out. Got them again. Because you know it dried off. I'm like, ah! And then I ran back in the house again. <laughs> so, I, so I let it go for a couple of days. I was like, all right, cool. So what I did early in the morning, because what I found out is either real early in the morning when the sun is just coming up or right when the sun is like real getting dark, they don't come out. I guess they got a curfew. So what I did is I took the power washer and I put on the really mm. strong attachment. I was like, I'm not knocking this mofo down. I'm a ghostbuster this thing. <laughs> yeah, you did go extreme. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I man, that was therapeutic, dude. <laughs> Just don't, you don't this know. Was, this seemed like some 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 held in aggression from from childhood from them attacks. You was like, yeah, I got y'all now. Yes. <laughs> ex exactly. It was. And I'll tell you what else I used that power washer for. Don't come get me, Peter. They've been messing with me. There's some birds that always have a nest, like right in the in the overhang, like like in the corner. And in okay, there's two corners. One is like right in front of the front door, so I can't go out or in this thing, right? Uh, and the the delivery people, you see him on the camera just running. <laughs> so I'm like, you got to go. You know, I can't live like this <laughs> prisoner in my own home because of birds. What yeah, the hell is that? had that problem. So I took the power washer and we fought one morning. Oh, we went in. You should have seen them. They were dodging pretty good, too. I hit one of them in the wing. And <laughs> dude, dude, I'm telling you, I don't have the regular power washer nozzle. I got the one that's it's, it's black and it's longer. And then when it when it goes, it's like three different streams, and it goes in a tornado. Oh wow! I fucked them up. <laughs> <laughs> I let them have it, dude. I wasn't having it. I was like, I gotta claim my house back. When I go outside, they be bullying me. When I'm literally, they think I'm trying to get their nest or something, and they just try yeah. to swoop down. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Then when the dog goes outside in the backyard, they go back there messing with him. I'm like, no, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, he got the, the he got with the sense of the father. They got the they, this retaliation for, for what he did to us. They're not the same species. How does this correlate? I don't know how they put the two and two together. No, we got so many birds. I know, okay, so I've identified the main ones of those morning doves. And they make the sound like owls. Yes, hate them. Um, I'm used to them because my grandparents had a bunch of them growing up, so that sound doesn't bother me. I'm when I was a kid, I was like, "What? What the heck is that?" Um, <laughs> could you die? Yeah, there's several <laughs> other birds, but they're always in the backyard on top of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, the yard behind us has a bunch of trees. They're always in there. It seems like whenever. 
I'm outside and I'm about to do some night grilling. They're very active in those trees, man. It's like when the sun starts going down, and mm-hmm. it almost sounds like grown men in the trees. That's how many what dog? <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to picture this. Uh, small grown man or full size grown man? Full size. That's how many birds be in the tree. Dang, how big is this tree? Uh, it's a couple of them lined up, and this is it's a bunch of birds because it seems like some of the birds must have had some baby birds. So there's some little small birds I see sometimes too. Family then, reunion. Yeah, and some of them are kind of big. And you know, once those wings get to flapping and through the trees and stuff, it's just it's always a lot of activity around that time. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. I can't deal with it. This homeowners uh issues, man. You know, it's, it's fine. I like birds though, so it's yeah. cool. Yeah, as long as they don't. But that nest problem you had, my cousin had one of those, and they actually had to, um, where they used to stay, it was like those corners you were talking about, and they Mm -hmm. actually had to put something in that corner. Yeah. To keep them, because they always kept coming back and rebuilding the nest, always kept coming back. So they put something in it to stop them. It's a good idea. I might actually put something there. Maybe like (laughs) make sure it's not something like a figure that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was they put like like, let me put a statue there. Their neighbor put a water bottle up there. And how wow. I know is I actually accidentally went to his house instead of theirs. Because mm. the houses look alike. And I don't know. This was, matter of fact, this was before um, her and my cousin actually got married. Hmm. And I went over there to help him move his stuff, and I just pulled up to the house. Well, I thought I pulled up to the house. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm knocking on the door. I'm ringing the doorbell. I'm just like, where's this dude at? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm outside, man. He's like, okay. (laughs) And then he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm right in front of the door. He's like, I got the door open. I don't see you. And I'm like, I'm right here. And then he, I hear the door open next door. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was wondering about that um that water bottle that was up there. I was like, why did y'all do that? But apparently that wasn't y'all. He was like, wow, that's crazy. He was like, I'm surprised the dude didn't come over because apparently the guy next door um, was racist. <laughs> I was going to ask if he was crazy, but yeah, so close enough. Yeah, that would have been an interesting conversation <laughs> if he had opened the door. <laughs> we want boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never goes well. So I'm glad he didn't open the door. But yep. I mean the houses they the houses looked alike. It's, it was one of those um neighborhoods where the houses pretty much looked alike. Little boxes. It was like little stuff that made it different. That might have been my first time really there in the daytime, probably too, because normally when I would go over there, it's always like night. And they have like a and light then, on or something. No, I about to say then somebody her car or his car was in the yard, but he had somebody uh, else's truck. Oh, it's so and I didn't realize wrong. that. Yeah, see that wasn't your fault. Yeah, it yeah, your yeah fault. it was because I should have realized it was the wrong house number. I knew the house number because when he said <laughs> when he said I looked at the the wall and I was like, "Dang, this is the wrong house." <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, okay, yeah, it was it was your fault then. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I tried yeah. to get you out of it. Yeah. Nah, it's cool, man. Ownership, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, man. Yeah, you try. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so the world is opening back up, right? Yeah. How do you how do you feel about like the 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 abrupt change? I guess. Did it feel I, methodical or did it feel like all of a sudden? It's all of a sudden. And I have so many different ways to feel about it because, okay, they had the whole mass mandate thing going away. Quick. So when you go to a restaurant now, no, you know, the servers and stuff don't have a mask on. Right. Um, but then we go back to this mask thing where people say, well, you know, masks didn't help or they only help X, Y, and Z or they just did this really stop the flu and stop the cold. Okay, so they had to have been stopping more than that, pretty much. So yeah. my question is, did they prolong the severity of everything? And mm. now they're just saying, okay, now we feel like it's okay, but we wanted to let people think it was as severe still until a certain point, or are they just ripping the band-aid off and just like we just need to get everybody here up and, and exposed so we can move this thing from a pandemic to an endemic. Man, so let me tell you. Um because both are possible. Mm, I I'm calling I'm calling shenanigans afoot on this um, for the whole thing. Um, in hindsight, we eventually learned the truths and nuances behind a lot of the what we believe to think as a good decision um, in the midst of a crisis. Right. This was not one of those where it was justifiable enough to me to have a lot of the things that we had to deal with happen um see i gotta skate on a little bit of thin ice because you know how people kind of jump on you cancel culture thing yeah call you an anti-vaxxer i don't know how i can be when i got the vax okay whatever so oh, any, it doesn't anyway. matter no it doesn't matter you can I, still be you can still yeah. be classified yeah. Yeah. Now here's the thing. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory until somebody in mass media makes it more mainstream. <laughs> let's here and there. So let's draw a line and sand there. I'm just saying how I feel and with the evidence of how what I saw and how I saw history repeat itself a lot. I'm calling it shenanigans, man. They I'm not gonna say. I'm not going to go as far as to say the whole thing was created. The whole pandemic was created. I'm going to say there was a lot of opportunists um, that came out. Oh, yeah, with everything. Yeah. And the biggest opportunist in um, this world is the 1%. The people that control the money flow. A supply chain and everything make the decisions the, the the people that sit in that small room 
and decide what happens to the rest of the 8 billion people plus billion people on earth. Yeah, we still let that happen. So <clears throat> they saw, okay, um, let's, let's divide and conquer people. Uh, we know how people act. Uh, we're going to tell them that we're going to give them some factual data. They're going to take it and they're going to run with whatever they're going to feel. And we're going to eventually have to make this political. So in the beginning, I believe that there was good intention. Um, about a month into it, <laughs> I was like, yep, there's going to be a money grab everywhere. And they're going to just let the collateral damage just happen. So the mask thing, I think there is a lot of truth to at least shielding off something. If you cover your mouth when you cough, hey, that's not just etiquette. That's just making sure that you don't get like spit on me. You know what I mean? Something that this germs projecting out of your mouth yeah. on me, right? You sneeze, boom, you don't get snot on me. Fine. That's great. That stops the spread of stuff. Guess what? When you have the mask on, it it blocks about a good percentage. Like, ain't no mucus making it through there, at least. What else are you worried about? Yeah. Are you that smart of a scientist where you're thinking about the molecules all of a sudden? Get the hell out of here. It's, it, it, it has to stop stuff. That's physics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basic physics. You put a wall in front of something, it's going to slow it down. <laughs> So people are fighting over this shit. Like, yeah. all right, cool. Then we're fighting over social distancing. Mm -hmm. Fighting over washing hands. Like, okay, mm -hmm. do we need to learn the wheels on the bus go around and around again? Do we need to, <laughs> do we need to go back to that level? Do we need to go back to handwriting again? Yeah. Right, cool. And and all this stuff, they just let us. They just it's like, okay, we're gonna make some political decisions. We're gonna do this build back better thing. And we're going to, there is, there is medical benefit we found over the years in history that vaccines do help. However, the execution of thus processes of disseminating these vaccines to people was the most has had ass backwards effing thing. And you just saw the holes in the truth and you just like, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't doing a good job of lying to me at all. Y'all ain't even yeah. on the same page. That's the thing. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like the severity of everything. And we all know people that, you know, were affected by it and of course. Or um, mm -hmm. you know, I personally have family members that had COVID and some that died. Same. And yeah. um So the, it is real. Yeah. Like that's the is. part. Like it's we 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 recognize that it's real. And we recognize, you know, the severity of it. But like you said, it was all of these these opportunist moments, and especially like the the rollout with stuff, and then the divide, like the narrative of how they they spun things, like people like we who can't ask questions. The, yeah, the people who didn't want to take the vaccine because, hey, this is new, it's fresh. I mean, y'all just really testing it out, and then the the majority of this is the crazy thing about it now. It's like mm -hmm. the majority of the people who didn't want to take the vaccine take other vaccines, but they're being True. called anti-vaxxers. It's like, hey, I'm True. cool with the flu shot. Uh, 
what's the shingles, all that other mm-hmm. stuff, tetanus, all that. That's cool. That's you know, I'm hey, this stuff has been around for however long. Right. It's this one that I don't want to take. But then they call those people anti-vaxxers, and it's like just because the person doesn't want to take a particular vaccine doesn't mean that they're anti-vaccines. Let's ask questions. Let's That's, let's you have know, a conversation yeah, about this. That was the part that tripped <laughs> Tell me, me out. More. Because yeah. they are actual anti-vaxxers, people who, oh, yeah. who don't want to take any at all. And and they existed before the whole COVID Ex- thing. Exactly. Yeah. And they, I mean, now, and they were extreme people now. Yeah. Yeah. And and it didn't feel like the, that extreme label needed to be more generalized just because you. you didn't want to have a conversation with me. <laughs> you just, yeah, I don't agree. It tore families apart. It did. Some people still don't talk to each other. It did. And then the, the thing that tripped me out is, you even have people who got themselves and their families vaccinated, but they were very firm on saying that they don't believe it should be mandatory because just because that's the decision they want to make for their family doesn't mean it's the right one for everybody else. Exactly. And that's where all the disagreements and stuff came in at. And then people saying, and then these dumb comparisons to other stuff, like, well, mm-hmm. you you take Tylenol, um, <laughs> and that's putting something in your body. It's like what? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> the, here's here's the thing. What those people didn't realize: us Americans, we like pills. We don't like the needle. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? oh, they, they got a pill now. Yeah, that, if they came out with that in the beginning, no questions. Yeah, over. And then you like, have some people who are afraid of needles. I mean. Just in general. A little, the, I, yeah. I have tattoos and I'm I'm slightly scared of needles. I, I cringe a little bit, which is weird. This yeah, compartmentalization of your, you know, it just I don't it doesn't make sense. But yeah, people I mean it does make needles. a tattoo compared to you know the needles. It's different. Here. The needles yeah, very different. The, the needles a lot larger. Tattoos are, <laughs> tattoos are therapeutic. They are. Trust me, they are. If, if you're questioning if it's if it is. It definitely is. It got me through some bad shit. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the yeah. I I understand the the fear. People had to make choices for them. Right. And they got demonized for saying, I'll wait. I got man, look, it was it was like you it was like the whole thing. People just like to be have be at like odds with each other for some effing reason. I don't get it. This is something that has been going on um, for years. And it's like the atmosphere of divide has been out there. I mean, and so it it just shifts from one thing to the next, one thing to the next, one thing to the next. And I mean, it's, (sighs) how can I say this? The past six years, I think it is, like it has been no call. It kind of more so now, but there, the times where it should have been a call for unity, there wasn't. Yeah, look, and unity. What the look? We 
Don't but listen, stuck, I mean, man. because uh, dog, we, we had opportunity doesn't mean we all necessarily have to hold hands and sing kumbaya, but it's respecting others' differences in other people's choices and things like that. Like, the okay, so we have it here where they're when they first came out with this vaccine, they're saying that it stops the spread. That was the thing that they were saying. They and everybody was like, that. yeah, yeah. They, they you get it? Because if you don't, you don't care about nobody else. You're being they, selfish. And yeah, stop. they ain't had no okay. data to back so up then, that absolute thank you. Either. So now <laughs> we, it's, it's very known, except for the people who are ignoring the updates, that it didn't stop it at all. Obviously. <laughs> it contributed to the spread because we didn't have these spikes and stuff until they said, hey, you don't have to wear a mask. And everybody took them off exactly. and everybody went outside. And when did they make this announcement? Right before summertime. Oh, when do people yeah. do the most traveling? During summertime. See, I, I can't speak on the whole theory I have about that part of it. Um, and I won't because it's so, work. Yeah, like said, with, but yes, it, it there's a lot of people that were help push a certain narrative. Yeah. And there's no way. information that, that it didn't. It the 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 main thing is it makes your symptom, symptoms less severe. Right. That was the real. That's what medication is supposed to do. Yeah. And it never stops it totally. The whole yeah the whole push for the mandates and stuff was under the assumption and the argument that it stopped the spread. But that's not true. I swear they should have never said Everybody that. is like we all are still susceptible to COVID, not, vaccinated yeah. or not. Vaccinated or not, you can still spread it. Right. That's just that's the bottom line. We're all in the same boat, regardless of how you feel about vaccinations or not, we're all in the same boat. That's the problem I have had have and still have with all of this, this whole this nonsense. Everybody is at risk. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. That's the point that people are missing. It's like, oh, and it's crazy to me that you can say that because people are vaccinated, they can go into certain places. <laughs> but if you're not, then you have to show a negative COVID test result. Shouldn't everybody be doing Should that? Should <laughs> man. So because everybody's at risk. <laughs> so you telling me because I have a spikes. vaccination card, I can just go wherever and don't have to take a test? That and was, make any sense. There were counterfeit cards all over the place. Right. That's you another gonna, thing. Dude, you could, a copy machine. It's just right on there. All you got to do is know somebody that works at one of the pharmacies and you got a scanner and you got a pen. <sighs> Come on, man. Yeah, that's why to me it's to me it's feeling like they just want to just get everybody exposed and get get it get it going, get everybody just get everything back to how you know try to get everything back to how it was. It'll never be how it was, but that just seems reckless to me. Where you're no, saying, totally. you know, we we know for a fact that everybody's at risk and everybody can transmit and spread. But then you only have a select amount of people in places that have to actually take a test and prove that they're negative. Yeah. 
it's it's a lot of mixed information going on and stuff. And then like, you know, the whole opening kind of things back up and being more relaxed. That's why I'm just like, was it at a point where things could have been relaxed earlier? E- well, or see, here's the thing. Do y'all just not, we just really, really don't care now. Well, here's the thing. Um, there was no clear strategy across the board to let the states, the counties, the, 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 the cities, all that down to that level, everybody fought. Shoot, I mean, in Georgia, the, the mayor of Atlanta and the, the governor of Georgia, they fought. <laughs> Nobody, they didn't agree. So everybody was all over the place. There was no consistency. So even, I mean, even if <laughs> there was a, a concerted effort to try to be consistent, you know that ain't human nature if you just leave it up to every pocket that can make a decision everybody want to be an expert and it was terrible so even if they the what they should have did and they couldn't do because of how we are structured as a nation is they couldn't shut everything down like they needed to because we are dependent on certain things yeah we're a service country we do things to make other people feel better uh, with a luxury that we can probably just let go. Um, certain things that should be kind of like, you know, you have a contingency plan for stuff like that. They didn't. And no. they let, <laughs> it was dumb. They, they no. wanted to say they, they, okay. So here's the thing. I think the, the, they looked at the numbers and, and here's, here's the context of the numbers, which we are so finding out now. Is that the true count of the deaths that they had on the ticker wasn't true? Um, who has the ability to get all these random numbers that are going into this database? How who's fact checking that? And who has time with a crowded like ER with people yeah, dying that's around what I was about you? To say too. Yeah. Who has time to really just go make sure that sheet is right? Yeah. Some somebody comes in and they died and like COVID. Like you don't really know the true like second order effects of that. Yeah. You know? All the only common denominator visually is, hey, we got him on a respirator. Um, anything else like that, they didn't know. So yep. the unknown, and they didn't have time to figure it out. COVID. Yeah. Or you had somebody to want to soup up the numbers so they can get more supplies. You got to mm-hmm. ramp up those numbers. And then <laughs> the um the way the CARES Act was worded. Um, I can't remember it now, but the where the way it was worded, it it sounded like the way I read it, interpreted, and um, some other people I know that read it, interpreted it, it sounded like the hospitals were getting a certain amount of funding per mm-hmm. COVID deaths. Yeah, and I mean. From my interpretation and other people's interpretation when I read that section of it, that's what it sounded like. But then you had people writing stuff like during this whole time, if I know anybody who wasn't feeling well and had to go to the hospital or whatever, I told them to make sure that the people were running regular tests as well. Right. Because you had a lot of people who had other stuff going on. Exactly. But all they tested for was COVID and then sending the people home. Yes. And then next thing you know, <laughs> It's, you know, they got worse or some cases they even died because they didn't even check for the regular stuff. Nope. 
And I understand, like, you know, with the hospitals and things like that. And, you know, like you said, places be overcrowded and busy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And especially with our people, they don't really give us the care that we're supposed to get anyway. Say it again. (laughs) Yeah, they don't. I mean, this is a historic fact. Mm -hmm. It's it's still going on. We don't always get the proper care that we're supposed to. That's right. Especially um, older black folks. Mm -hmm. We can do a whole nother episode on that. But it just Mm -hmm. pretty much okay, well, do this, do that, you can go home. And then we always hear stories about somebody going and the doctor said they're okay, told them blah, 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 blah. And they they know they're worse. You. Yeah, they either die or in worse shape because right. they didn't do all the tests they were supposed to mm-hmm. when they came. They didn't, they didn't have good enough insurance. Yeah. Or if they had good <laughs> enough insurance, it's just like whatever. Right. Bro, like you're you, black, you have that. Fine. So I always tell everybody, if you don't feel well or whatever, you going to yeah. make sure they check you for other stuff too. That's right. But they skewed the like they just, for real, COVID was the easy thing to say. Okay, yeah. if you a COVID test, it's either positive or negative. Okay. Next. Tests weren't accurate either, man. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. You, they mass produced those like super quick. Who, yeah. who had quality control? And we figured yeah. out later that they had to, <laughs> the people that were. They were manufacturing these a couple of those plants. Uh, they had to kind of shut them down because, yeah, they didn't have really good quality control at all, and you couldn't no. trust the tests. So, hmm. yeah, there's. I mean, th- no good leadership. You had Trump in there, and he's yeah. trying to get the Regeneron stuff kicking. So he's like, "Yeah, let me get some money grabbing here." Yeah, he said it was a hoax. When it first came up, he said it was a hoax. It's not real. It's fake. The China flu. It's like it's it's fake. It's like they're just making this up and it's this thing. Instead of jumping, you know, from the beginning, okay, it's this thing that's going on over there. And that's the cockiness of the U.S. or whatever. Well, they knew about that, first of all. Stuff that goes on over there, it's not going to affect us. I mean, you know how much people travel? They knew. And if you have other, um, like, pandemics that have happened... Like, mm-hmm. you know, what was the Spanish flu or whatever? People yeah. were nearly traveling and had access to travel as much as, as we do now. And that thing was all over. Well, you know what effed them up on that one? That was a result of the war. Um, people coming home from a war. <laughs> yeah, but still. Yeah. I mean. That's the only travel that was Yeah, really. you got people who just feel like having brunch somewhere and they'll fly and come back home. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. airports that have international travel now that didn't have it before. Exactly. It's just the world is more open. They got people who work for companies in, in other countries and they mm-hmm. may fly, you know, probably once, twice, maybe more times out of the week for yeah. a business meeting because it needs That's to right. be in person. People who, I mean, it's, people are moving about throughout the world like at high rates, different places. It's people who go to small countries and stuff just for the sake of saying they've been to another country bucket list yeah 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 someplace that nobody really goes so you have all this going on in the world and then we have social media where you're seeing videos of places you might not have ever seen before you're like wow that looks cool let me go check this out now you got fomo yeah now you're flocking (laughs) over there it's like so much travel goes on they were ignorant to think that it wouldn't jump outside of where it was yeah that was i mean but that was they were led astray. You know, people have, they think about things that they're in their own little bubble and they just were like, okay, why would the news lie to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people just take things as the gospel and just go with it. And they're like, all right, well, they ain't shutting down. I'm going to keep going until they do. 
I didn't spend this money. The news you have nothing about the news. You have to be consistent with watching it. You can't just take information, especially during this whole pandemic thing. You can't just take information one day <laughs> and then think that the information is still relevant the next month because things were constantly changing. The next month, more like the next hour. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Like Jeez. in the month's time, you missed a whole bunch of different things yeah. going on. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was terrible. But I mean, we're out of it now, uh, seemingly, right? Seemingly, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's complicated, isn't it? It's very because they're having events and stuff again. And like I said, you, the masks are optional now. I think that people in food service, if anybody should wear a goddamn mask, is I think uh, pre-pandemic. I get this should always been a thing. Shoot, a hairnet and a mask. What none of your secretions anyway? Come on, man. You know how you you ever had a waiter that. Luckily, I never had a waiter like like that had like the little you know spit blot them out on my face and that. Oh, but man, I'm sure uh, people have. Yeah, bartenders, you know, people gotta yell at you like what, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, I I don't. I went to Firehouse Subs a couple of weeks ago, and that's when I realized because I watched the news maybe once or twice a week. I had to back off, but I um I was was going to Firehouse Subs. And before that, joking around, saying, ah, yeah, you know, they're saying the pandemic's over. It feels like nobody cares about it, right? Nobody cares about it. So I went to the firehouse. I was like, dang, ain't nobody in here wearing a mask. Dang. They make it. All right. Well, I'm still eat this sandwich. Um, <laughs> but I am questioning something here. And then I got back in the car. I was, I was fine. But I had my mask on. I'm like, mm, I'm the only one here wearing a mask. If I'm the only one here that lives tomorrow, <laughs> all right. Just in case, you never know. It's, that's dramatic. Yeah, like, I mean, whatever. and then this time of year with with pollen, I mean, <sighs> dude, you'd be doing yourself a favor on. wearing a mask yes. just because. Exactly. <laughs> uh, look, I am the person that would fight some battles, but people, look, I'm tired of, of all these woke people fighting every last damn battle, pushing back against everything. I like masks. I've said it many times that if you piss me off in the store, you don't see me mouthing <laughs> the F-bombs to you. Then there's no altercation. I'm trying to save us from making a scene. It's only going to be bad for me because I'm the minority. Okay? Cool. <laughs> not, I'm not getting into it with another black person. I barely see him. Keep <laughs> my mask on. The pollen, as you were saying. Dang, yeah. it's yellow on stuff. All oh, man. It. Yeah, I'd tell you last year and 2020, um, I didn't get a sinus infection at all because I had my mask on. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. God was like, let's give these fools a break just as long as they follow the rules. They probably like we should have been doing what they do in in in, um, not China. Well, some parts of China because it's the pollution. Japan, really good for wearing uh, masks. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's just a courtesy thing, I think. Like, if you know, here's the thing. Before pre-pandemic, I was about to be redundant, but pre-pandemic, um, remember being in the office, and you remember every flu season, 
stupid mofos will come to work knowing that they sneezing and coughing yeah. over everything and get everybody on the floor sick. Mm-hmm. We yep. should have been mad. We should have been wearing masks back then. And that um, even shows how jacked up our, our country is because these people can't afford to take sick days so they come to yeah. work. Yep. And mainly, the, the, I mean, the other thing is um, what I found out is a, a portion of them you got to take your kids to daycare, so yep. you might as well take your ass to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're sending the, 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 the kids got germs already. They're already infecting the world, so you already pay for daycare. Unless they're about like high fever or something like that, you're sending them. I mean, you pay. That's good money you're paying. Yep. Well, stay at home, do. paying a hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a week. Ugh. Oh man, no. And then uh, the only time they really got serious with stuff is during this pandemic. If one child was sick, they closed for a week. <laughs> yeah. Man, we should have been doing that too. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Know. And then the virtual here's a good thing that happened um during the pandemic. Uh virtual learning. I know some kids that didn't thrive in person thrived exponentially uh, uh virtually. Some <laughs> some, some regressed the other way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I tried to <laughs> look, I tried to do online college courses. <laughs> I get it. Totally get it. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Barely worked in person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm I'm older now. I can literally compartmentalize the whole work from home thing. And I get some people can't do that. I totally get that. This whole like work like school thing. I totally get it. Some people can't look at the monitor and say, I need to learn. And then something interesting's happened on the TV. Or you could go downstairs and keep eating all you want. I'm just saying, I get it. Not everybody's gonna win, but I, I believe that a lot of people won. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, some, and then it was a, a big challenge um, for teachers and students. Yeah, just a different learning environment, and especially with like younger grades, you have kids who were just exposed to school and just now getting into a, a particular learning pattern, mm-hmm. and now they have to learn how to separate being home from doing whatever they want to do. So, like you said, sitting in front of a, a laptop learning. Like um, kids' attention spans in general, yeah. especially at a young age, because it's, everything is so new to them. Everything is so, they want to explore. They, they have questions. They want to do stuff. And so you mean to tell me that I'm going to school and I know what I'm supposed to do in school, how I'm supposed to sit down or whatever, so I don't <laughs> get in trouble. But now I'm yeah. home, the place where I can play. Right. And I got... These video games in this right other here. room. Yeah. Yep. Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah. Just waiting. <laughs> Toys. If they got pets, they, the pets there. Uh, yeah. You know how I hard mean, it was for people to do their homework when they got home? Now they got to just be home. Though. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if, I wonder if they, do you think they started paying teachers more after all this? No. <laughs> I doubt that. That's a stupid question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they gave I they gave people at McDonald's fifteen fifteen dollars an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to, but I don't, I don't think so, man. What up, everybody? This is Charlie Maverick. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Now, let me tell you about the other podcast on the network, just in case you want more entertainment 
just like this. Check out Jesus Take the Wheel, where Mama Maverick and I host a show navigating social life and the universe with a spiritual, spiritual motivation. And then check out the Backyard Pitmaster podcast, where Terrence P. Elmore and I talk about everything live fire. You can find these shows everywhere you listen to podcasts. Please listen, subscribe, share, and give us a good rating. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Everything's going more back to normal now. Um, everything seems to be opening up. Um, I mean, there's a war going on outside over the pond. I mean, yes, it seems like up. the the attention's diverted. And as you were mentioning, no masks anymore, mandates. Yeah. Um, how do you feel the world's going to be in the next six months? You think we're going to be that type of, uh, the repeat of history after the Spanish flu, everybody is like, this is the roaring twenties all over again. And we just don't care what happens. We're good. Let's move forward. Or you think this is like something else is going to kind of happen. <laughs> <laughs> Did we celebrate too early? <laughs> That's a good question, man. I think the main focus now, like you, like you said, is is war. The war is going on, and how that affects us. Yeah, because gas is going up, and yeah. you know when gas starts going up, everything else goes up too. Like that time, gas was like four dollars or whatever. Milk and eggs and stuff had jumped up too. Yep. Mm. Feels like it's gonna keep going up and up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I think in the next six months, um I I really hope everything would chill out over there. And I mean not just for the sake of us having better gas prices, but it's cause it's all jacked up over there. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I mean and I'll say this real quick and get back on topic, but I mean that it's 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 real interesting how there, even though all this stuff is going on, there's still time being found to be racist. Yeah, how about I that? Mean, They're holding us back from the evacuation, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. that's wild. You know the funny but, um, shit is. Uh, and yeah, we'll get back on top. But yeah. the, the funny shit is, yeah, they, they, I saw in the news and they'd like to have this perception. They like they had a couple of black people um, up at, at like showing that they were um, managing the lines. Mm. I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> OK, OK. Yeah. All right. OK. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe but that I, never. Yeah. <laughs> I think in six, six months, I, I this. I hope I really feel like this 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 pandemic will have fully shift to endemic, whereas you know, COVID will probably be less aggressive, more like the flu, mm-hmm. like severe in some cases, but not in all. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think that's, I think that's like fair. You know, it's that's how viruses are supposed to be. Yeah. We're gonna probably have another variant, but. Of you course. know, it's going to dissipate, and um, we may hear about a little of it, but 
I don't think I don't think they have the appetite to talk about it anymore. They, I saw no. um, I saw an article that you know the Biden administration is focusing on trying to do a digital currency. All right, build back better. Um, but oh. they're still neandering around this uh, voting rights act. <laughs> Golly, um, the but what was the in- infrastructure bill? Mm. All right, cool. All that stuff's happening. I don't know. They don't care. Um, oh, and, and they're starting to bring back up the January 6th trials. So, yeah, we're, we're being, uh, we're being detoured. Uh, we got movies to watch, too. Just, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. I mean. Yeah, Juneteenth will um, be official, official holiday for everybody this year. So we're going to see how that plays out, too. So, yeah, um, that's awesome. Because they made the call, like, the day before. Yeah. So we end up getting a floater holiday that we had to use before the end of the year. Yep. Yep. Well, that's cool. I mean, had to have a pandemic and Black Lives Matter and people being killed by police on national TV for that to happen, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you take what yeah. you can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey. <sighs> um. But you're optimistic, though. That's good. Yeah, man, I'm I'm optimistic that everything is going to in the next six months, man. That's a that's a long time. I think that yeah, we'll be on a better track. Like I hope, like I said, with the war and stuff. I hope all that stuff chills out and gets resolved fast. I don't know. I man. mean, yeah, I hope know. so. It doesn't, man. I ain't, I'm not gonna be um uh, what what a pessimist. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, uh, but. It, I don't know, man. It just feels like even if it ain't as bad as it actually is, the narrative is definitely going to be imperative and is going to try to freak us out or justify some shit that they're doing over on the side, as always, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, like you said earlier, man, there's always opportunists in every situation. Money. <laughs> always cash Everybody's rules always, everything around yeah. cream get the money man somebody will get shot <laughs> half the world could have to die man you remember when the pandemic kind of like was at its worst days we were like hey man is this kind of like the rapture <laughs> i was like yo yeah it was uh, a lot of doom and gloom yeah man it was rough but a lot I of doom mean, and gloom we're past that now right we're, yeah. we're, we're good we 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 have artists going uh, being this dude. I just found out. I, I hope I'm getting this right. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock are going on tour. What? Ooh, I was like, the world's back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, man. So I don't know. I don't so know wait, how expensive together? those tickets are going to be. Yes, I mean they're doing some oh, man. places That's in New York tickets. primarily. Yeah, I don't. They got dates filled up in New York right now. You know that's gonna be a lot. Oh yeah, Kevin Hart. Oh no, but yeah, the world's opening back up, man. And um, I hope we got it right this time. It ain't our fault if they get it wrong, cause uh, we don't make any of the decisions apparently. Um, so we just roll with it. I hope. Hope things are. I hope things don't regress back to exactly how they were. We can do yeah. without some stupid shit, you know what I mean? We could we could do without some stuff, you know. Um 
let's take what we learned and adapt it. Um, like the work situations, I think that's going to slow the regress. They're just having this kind of false sense of hope for people. Ah, oh, you got a chance to work from home all you want. Yeah. And then you, you apply for these 100% remote jobs now. And hey, what if they change CEOs? Hmm. That's an interesting point. Hmm. I don't think, I think, I'm trying to figure out a, a nice way to say this, but I don't think um, with like company shifts and new CEOs that they're going to have that dinosaur mentality where you have to come into work. I hope not. Because my um my previous job, that was one of the problems. My um my VP, she didn't like the idea of people working from home. So mm-hmm. even though we had like two um working from home positions, like no, we actually had three. The one of the persons they left, so she made that an in house position. Mm-hmm. Um Another person retired. She made that an in-house position. Oh. And then they just had one mm-hmm. left before. I, yeah. And mm-hmm. I even tried to apply for that. But, you know, it was like, no, 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 no. But then the mm-hmm. pandemic hit and the whole everybody had to be yeah. home now. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that. Yeah, because it's just like, I mean, that's the way things things are now. Like We got certain, the technology. Yeah. Certain jobs, it makes more sense. Like my home setup, like everything is it was my laptop. My desk phone rings to my laptop. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it makes more sense company wise. It makes more sense for your employees. Yeah, um, Work life balance. Yeah, I understand, you know, maybe having to come in every once in a while just for mm-hmm. um, the psychological thing. Some people say that it's. Is you, you need to kind of be around your team and kind of vibe off each other and stuff That's like that. Fine. Okay, yeah, I yeah. get that. But not all the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> because You're personally I'm more I'm more productive at home. Exactly. Because I don't have people coming by my my, my cube and you know people going mm-hmm. to somebody else's and wanting to stop by and say hello to me. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind that I'm over here typing fast. Yeah, no, I'll stop. Yeah. I mean I couldn't get anything done at the office. Yeah. Ever. Uh, get halfway through an email. <laughs> Somebody's behind me crunching some whatever, like, snacks they had at the end of the cube farm. And they're like, <laughs> hey, Charlie, how you doing? How long have you been there? Yeah. <laughs> it's the question. Did you see this whole email? <laughs> and like, back up off me. So crazy. It's, it's just people just coming in from different departments. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, I I didn't I could get away from the water cooler talk. It's always like weird. Like after the, especially on Monday, like I don't really care how your weekend went. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> look, some people are going to hear this and, and think I'm talking about them. I'm probably not, but you know who? I, hey, y'all know me. Y'all know who I'm talking about. This is like uh, I don't really care. You know, <laughs> you probably don't care about my weekend. That's fine. You don't have to make this awkward. You know, you don't. It has, doesn't have to feel like work. Let me get my coffee and walk away. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm, I'm I mean, fine at home, man. Hey. No traffic? Yeah, that's the other thing. I wonder, and that's I was also thinking about that today with gas going up the way mm. it is. Mm. Will they try to even push more to be like, well, 
maybe y'all can work from home more because I don't really want to put gas in my car either. <laughs> I'm saying, man. It is at the wrong time for a lot of these people that are really trying to pull people back to the office. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, they, they might leave the company, you know, mm-hmm. just for the sake of not being stuck with this this gas bill every month. Ain't doing we, it. We're living in a, um, what, what are they calling it? The great resignation. Yep. A lot of people walking off from their jobs, um, Mm -hmm. starting their own businesses, or people retiring. PPE loan, (laughs) or people. I mean, (laughs) you got people looking. Yeah, people looking for other jobs. Yeah, because one thing the pandemic did show most, if not all of us, is the value of appreciation, especially with an employer. Some people really got to see how companies value them as people. And sometimes it takes showing that you're not valued or not valued the way you thought you were Mm -hmm. to leave and find something else or realize, hey, I've been wanting to do X, Y, and Z, you know, or I got a little side hustle that I could actually make full time. Mm -hmm. You got people doing that. Like, man, you know, why am I sitting here doing this? Because it's a steady paycheck or whatever, and then they realize, oh look, I got laid off. It actually wasn't steady. <laughs> then a this lot is my of people, opportunity. Yeah, a lot of people got brought back, but that's still yeah. sticking in your mind. Like who who would have thought that? Mm. Especially people who work in like retail and things like that. Who would have thought in in like hospitality, mm. like a virus would have caused the your businesses to be closed down? Bruh. that's the always bat- been the, the surefire thing. Was yeah. get you a job in hospitality or yeah. sales or customer service because you always have work. Yeah. Yeah. It, the bad part of even though I'm in IT and software development, still with a hospitality company. So, yeah, that feeling of getting laid off is not cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I came back, I was like, well, See, they, they told me that this wasn't a direct reflection of how they feel. I'm, I'm gonna work to make sure that there's not a reason for any future. <laughs> yes, I mean, I don't know how true it was, but I ain't gonna give you no ammunition. I came in swinging coming back. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like y'all ain't getting rid of me no time soon. Yeah, some people was like bump swinging, they was like peace. And and rightfully so because either yeah. they, they they had a shitty job with shitty pay mm-hmm. or they were like, why am I serving people for? I want someone to serve me for a change. You know what I mean? Especially <laughs> people tough. cooking, like cooks and stuff like that. Yes, they had to grind and hustle and you know do their little plates and stuff like that. And they just like wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Why am I going back and punching in on somebody else's clock when I can be? I can start a catering service or, right. you know what I'm saying? Do my little plates. Yep. Get your little menu, digital menu. Yep. Send them out. Get your little plates ready. Have your orders in by a certain day. Yeah. Hey, uh, there was a few people in the neighborhood. I didn't hop on the train fast enough, unfortunately. <clears throat> but there's a few people in the neighborhood. I don't know if it's sustaining yet because it feels like people are just like, yeah, let's go back to regular. Um, hopefully those businesses will stay um that's a rough thing though uh being in food service is kind of just as flaky 
as the yeah. other two industries is like a lot of restaurants didn't make it through the pandemic. No. Um, and that was their livelihood. That was everything. They had their whole, all their assets tied up in this thing. Yeah, it's a small profit. It's a small profit margin. Even if you, they say you got to work two years um, or have the restaurant two years to even see a return on it. Most restaurants don't make it anyway. And like without a pandemic, man so i mean i don't know some some people kind of went back to corporate america because it scared the shit out of them they left corporate america to have their own business and yep. then they didn't get the ppp loan that they got because somebody else was doing fraud on this side and they were like well i'm gonna lose the house if i don't go back to a, a steady job and that's the other side of the opportunists the people looking to just use this, use whatever they can to kind of get over, man. Like, it's yeah, we're going to be like that. Yeah. I'm going to say I have these many employees and I really don't have any. Look, <laughs> <laughs> they, they just have it. They went to legal zoom and paid. You know how cheap it is to get an LLC? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I, you know what? You know what's going to happen? I'm going to get an LLC this month. <laughs> Not for a PPP loan. Yeah. But I didn't know it was that damn cheap. Yeah. Some people suggest it, man. As like as yeah. far as branding. Yeah. It says you should. Protection, yeah. Legal protection. Especially if you're giving like a product away. Like you're mm -hmm. you're selling a product. Hey, you should make the brown sugar cafe a LLC if it's not already. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, you ain't gonna say nothing? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm in thought, man. Okay. I'm in thought. I'm just like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Or incorporated. Cost on yeah. That. The LLC probably gonna be cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah. We know, of course, yeah. right? <laughs> incorporated. Ah, I wonder how much that is. For, uh, do you have to have like a? Do you have like a certain amount of work uh, workforce or something? I wonder if that's the thing. I don't know. But yeah, man, we gotta get. We both gotta get LLCs. We're doing big stuff out here, and we gotta protect our brand, right? Yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta. Yeah, we also gotta do a sit down and map out some stuff, man. Ooh, I love those brainstormer sessions. Yeah, yeah. strategy meeting. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, we should do that. Get the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, got this on. Um, got this on wax. So yeah, man, some accountability. That's right. Mm, unless someone doesn't hold us accountable, um, so that could happen too. So, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll t after we wrap up, we'll tell our wives they'll hold us accountable. Yes, good. <laughs> we shall do so. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, I mean the the world the world's open, and um, I feel good. Um, hey, man, it's a birthday week, and I'm like, yay! My parents can come here and. We can actually go to a restaurant again. Yeah. Uh, that's that's amazing. Like, they came during the pandemic and we went to them, but it's like, yeah, just sitting around the house because we're scared to go outside long enough. <laughs> so this is this is going to be great. I'm, I'm really, I'm not loving the heat that's coming, but I'm loving thing, people's mindset being more reassured you know confidence mm -hmm, yeah. people are like i'm i'm 
maybe it's maybe it's how the universe just works and we just have to deal with the the Illuminati shenanigans afoot all the time. <laughs> and that's just a trade-off. Because in spite of all the bad shit that we've talked about this transpired over the past two and almost a half years now, and the stuff that's still going on now, life is good. Life is good. Um, sorry that many people couldn't be here to, you know, yeah. to, to tell this type of story, but Life is good. The pandemic did some good. There's always yeah. There's always silver linings. Always, always it it. That's one thing that like is is not really spotlighted enough because especially when you're watching the news and stuff, it's always doom and gloom. But. Mm-hmm. It has been beneficial to a lot of people, like we were talking about earlier with the, the great resignation. It forced a lot of people to to take calculated risks and yes. do things that they were afraid to do. Yes. Um, it caused a lot of us to sit with ourselves and actually analyze where we were mentally and <sighs> deal with some things about ourselves. Oh, man. Like when you're forced to sit still and you can't just jump around, go to this place mm. and that place or whatever, mm. you really got to sit and, and look at yourself, man. And it caused a lot of us to do that. Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah, it was rough, man. Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was, man. That That's that's the thing. And I and Brandon and I were, were touching on this shortly um, when we talked, but the the thing that I don't like what people do um, in the midst of all the the shit that real people had to deal with is it, exploit um, this whole mental health thing. Yeah, don't don't make this a slogan. Don't make this like a, a money grab. People was really hurting. We I was hurting out here. People haven't recovered yet, yeah. and you got all these athletes and shit. Like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing it. Shut up. That's why you get paid that much. Shut the hell up. We don't have, that's the distraction that you have. If you don't like it, you have the money in your bank right now. If you had a good agent or somebody that was handling your money, right? So you can do something else with your life. If you don't like what the hell you're doing, we don't have that luxury. Shut the hell up. Uh, But at the same time, man, money doesn't make people happy. You know what? I get that. And, but and but don't make don't make uh, don't exploit it don't, don't yeah. just just like um Ben Simmons shut up <laughs> you got you got your feelings hurt because people finally called you out on you not trying to develop your talents and you get paid all this money and now you got a mental health shut up <laughs> yeah and I yeah come yeah, on was, man there was no. a lot of people trying to capitalize and it is is some people who really i mean regardless of how much they're getting paid yeah how much whatever i mean they just came to terms and say like you know i have mental health issues or i'm protecting my peace i need to chill out or whatever that's another part of the pandemic even though some people are athletes are doing whatever it is like man because we all hear those stories of people hitting that breaking point that we thought were good it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, where did, you know, 
even TV, you know, stars, movie stars, whatever, like Robin Williams, like man, who would have thought he was dealing with depression like well, that to I, that severity? I, that. I already knew that because of the personality trait. Well, um, yeah, that I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, 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 Doctor Doctor Smith, but well, that I was mean, my major. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> For those of us who didn't see, you know, couldn't see through the smiling and the jokes or whatever, yeah, you would think, you know, like, wow, this person makes me happy, makes me smile a lot. But people dealing with stuff, man, and some people are jerks and they just, well, we're talking about mental health now, so I'm just going to say I'm having, I had mental health issues. They'll leave me alone. Right. Yeah, that's a good yeah. excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah, great. I hate that, man. Don't Come bring on. that on yourself. I don't wish right. that on anybody. Right. Because uh, then what like you said, they wish that they say that and then when they start really having issues now, it's like, oh no, where did this come from? Yeah. Don't come to me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I, I really don't. I I'm I'm at I'm at this bullish like type of thing is like look. Don't don't try to make light of like real shit. Um, you yeah. there's all this other stuff that you can use uh to make mm -hmm. yourself feel important at this time. I don't like uh, when people make fun of uh people that really have issues, like yeah. hey, these people really hurting over here. Physical, yeah. mental, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't even you know what I used to be the type of person that was even like, hey, don't use that handicap sticker. I, I regress from that because they <laughs> same thing. <laughs> but I was like, don't exploit, you know, the disadvantages of other people. Don't do it for yeah. anyone, you know. Yeah. That that shit pissed me off, man. I'm like yeah. mental issues. At the you end of did, the day, huh? When you huh. do that and you're exposed, now you're messing it up for the people who actually are dealing with these things. And now people think they're faking because of you. This is what we do. Um, and part of what we do is to entertain. Um, it's therapeutic for me. Uh, and I, I, that's kind of how I... Robin Williams was one of my favorite entertainers of all time. I back in Mork and Mindy. You know, Happy yes, Days, where it spin yeah, off from. You know what I mean? Mark and Mindy, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get how that is because I was always... I'm a socially awkward person if anybody hasn't figured that out yet. And I try to make people laugh because that's how I, that's my language. Um, and it, it distracts me from the dumb shit that's happening that could make me depressed, you know, and that is a way to pay it forward. People yeah. listen to podcasts, not to just be informed. They want to be entertained, take them away from the, the, the shit that out of the mindset. And let's talk about some things that they can't really talk to someone about. That's cool. Yeah, We're, yeah. They can live vicariously through us. That's why we do what we do. That's why I don't like when people exploit shit like that. They yeah. have themed, like themed shit just to, just to fucking get like ratings and, and views and shit. People are out here just, oh, I'm so sad today posting on social media because they're like, well, I maybe I get more likes, you know, those little those little care emoji, you know, uh, reactions, you know, if I just complain about my problems. Now, I <laughs> I will say that when it comes to that, some of those people, because you have to look at the people's track record, right? 
Exactly. Now, if they're a person who never really posts anything, um, and then all of a sudden they're, because it can go two ways. All of a sudden they post and stuff like that. That could either either be a level of concern that needs to be had, or they could just be looking for attention. And then you have the people who post stuff all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Like you have to look at that because. I personally know two or three people who did the whole social media rant and then they they took their lives. Yeah. And people thought it was just uh they just looking for attention or whatever. Cause some people you gotta think about it like this. We don't do it, but then there's some people who actually, for whatever reason, Facebook or whatever is like their personal diary. They feel the need to write everything on there, telling people all their business. Keep that shit business. to yourself. Keep that shit to yourself. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. In, uh, you don't know what the the, the intent is behind. Yeah, it, you know? some people just like they spill everything on there. And like, I ain't, I ain't talking about the people that have like uh, the, the the genuine like emotion behind it. But you, you know? can't tell sometimes. That's the crazy See, thing I, about I, it. But I, I ain't even trying to be like, oh, I'm trying to pick out those people. <laughs> but in hindsight, later you find out. I'm talking about. Yeah, those no, you do people. have trolls now. No, don't, don't. don't. I'm talking yeah, about you those trolls. Oh, I'm. T- I ain't talking about the people that have legitimate issues. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. Let me clarify. I ain't talk about because pe- I've done that before. Yeah, I, I, but it's hard know. to determine sometimes who who's who. Do you find out one Unless day? They, yeah, you find out one day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Find <laughs> out one day, but when you do, you like I felt bad for you. Yeah, you just did that shit for the likes. The same thing like, would happen when people, when so, um somebody dies and they just want to feel important and they just want to uh, say, oh, yeah, I was so close to this person. You ain't seen that. You ain't seen them. Yeah, now that, that's yeah, the weird format. thing. Like, that, <laughs> like when you, especially like when you have pictures with people. 1982. Then, <laughs> yeah, or even like stars <laughs> and stuff. They start posting pictures of these people after they're gone, but like I'm like, but I remember this this person had like an actual birthday, and I didn't see none of these pictures doing <laughs> the person's birthday. Right, I give them the flowers while they're alive. Yeah, don't come to the funeral. But all of a sudden now they're gone. Week? It's mm-hmm. yeah. Just, I remember when we took this picture and da 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 da. I'm glad you remember. Yeah, it's just like, well, where was the love during you know the time with like when DMX passed. Mm. I, I know a couple of people that took pictures with him because he was one of them people. He was, you saw oh, him, he yeah. talked to you or whatever. No, <laughs> so it was a flood of pictures, and I'm just like, wow. Because yeah. I don't know if you remember, but I used to always randomly tweet, pray for DMX. Yes, you did. Just randomly. <laughs> that was just, it wasn't just for you the did. sake of just. You kept him alive longer. I, yeah, I, that I was just that. like. <laughs> He had just, hey, he had a couple of run-ins now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just you never know. People people do, man. Yeah, to do it for likes, they do yeah. it for to be belonging, and yeah. So that shit gotta stop. I I don't like I don't like any of that. Um, Me either. And All the people who post stuff about somebody 
because this has happened a couple of times. Somebody died and the family hadn't even told everybody yet. Yeah. But then somebody so fast to posted it on social media just so they can feel important. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, dog, the family hadn't even had time to tell everybody. And now somebody's finding out by looking at social media. And that's a whole nother problem. Now they're arguing with the family. Well, why you didn't tell me? And this person knows. Mm. Uh, I'll say one last thing about it. Um, don't post pictures from the gravesite on Facebook. I have no comment on that. I don't. I, I look. <laughs> I try to put myself. <laughs> you know, I personally don't like it. I wouldn't do it, but I don't know what type of mind set these people are in when this happens. I don't um, care. I don't even go to grave sites for one. So yeah. maybe that's why I feel that way. I don't know. I'm, I'm hard pressed to go to a few. I, I and I'll we'll get back on the final talk, but I'll say this. I'll say this. I hope no one ever gets offended by me not showing up to your funeral. I try to give you flowers while you're alive. I don't like, dude. Yeah, I can't do them anymore. I just can't. I and we're try. getting older. That means they're going to be more frequent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. It's not a. It's not a reflection of. Yeah. Of, and that's like, so hard for some yeah. people to understand. But I, I began, you know, going to funerals when I got a little older, and now I'm still back to that kind of hit or miss. And mm-hmm. if I do go to the funeral, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to the burial unless I'm, you know, have to go. But if I can right. avoid it, I, I mean, that's just, I've always been like that. But yeah. I realize, like you said, the older we get, the more they happen. And sometimes the people just want to see your face. I understand that. But at the same time, they, they understand they that did. it's not that easy for everybody to come to those things. I, yes. And again, give people flowers while they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like. I don't want nobody showing up at my funeral be like, hey, uh, me and Charlie was like real tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. You think it's rigor mortis. I'll rise up and be like, you lying motherfucker. You stupid. Gotcha now. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> don't play with me. God said. <laughs> you stupid. I have spoken. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, I'm. I, I am excited though. Um, aside from the, the people doing bad shit, taking advantage, that's never gonna go away. I, nah. I'm. I'm good spirits. We're both in good spirits. Uh, we we both have great content creative um, um, avenues that we utilize to at least try to spread some good vibes in the universe and. I hope and, and to mention that what happened with the pandemic is a lot of people started their podcast. You were one of them. It was just coincidence, uh, but it, you were one of them. Yeah, it was and pure coincidence because <laughs> yeah. I should have been doing it. <laughs> but in spite of it still happened. And, that, and I mean, yeah. that's that's great. And a lot of people out there doing podcasts. That's great. I love this yeah. art form. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm. I was a singer when I was younger, and and this is, I don't know, if I, if I ever had to choose between the two, it's gonna be a hard one, man. I don't know. 
uh, this is this is something that is always great. We get we get a chance to talk. You yeah, have, you just don't hear me like spilling notes. You get a chance to interact. This is engaging. This is you know this means something. It has some substance. We ain't just talking about like dumb shit out here. We we talk about real stuff. And and kudos for all the good people that talk about real stuff and not just talk about trivial stuff or spreading hate. You were one of those people that spread really good vibes with your podcast and your blog. Um, so before we go, why don't you tell people about those things? Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Um, my blog is the brown sugar cafe dot blog. Um, I post a poem every Wednesday. Started off with a, um, a focus mainly on love, but then I kind of kind of i guess probably right before the pandemic right around that time so it, i started shifting more towards like just positive stuff like motivational inspirational poems and stuff to kind of give everybody like a little a different spin on stuff during the week because we're faced with all types of drama and other stuff during the week social media the news tv personal so i want to do like a little drop in the middle of the week to kind of lift people's spirits. And then that brought me to making a podcast. And so um, finally got that done. Uh, the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, uh, something I was supposed to do years ago, but I just kept dragging my feet. Uh, I think what the catapult was is when I got this microphone for my birthday. Yeah. Uh, at That's that it. point, it was like, OK, so can't waste this gift. <laughs> I know that's right, <laughs> but um, I'm yeah, man. I just I just try to do my my part to spread some love in the world that seems to be full of hate. That's yeah. my my little mantra. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know. I just always want everybody to be the best version of themselves, man. Even mm. though we laugh and trip and you know stuff like that. At the end of the day, I still, especially you, I still want you to you know, be the best version of yourself. That's why sometimes it seems like I'm trying to push you because I am, <laughs> you know, and I don't let you I sit mean, there. We, we fuss at each other in a nice yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, man. You can do better than that. Because <laughs> I know this is a passion for you. I know this is something that you love to do because you've been doing it for a long time. Long time. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, you've been trying to get me to do do mine for a long, long time, time, long time, long time. I, I still drag my, I still drag my feet, but I was always pushing you the whole time. Like, hey, hey. Now I'm pushing you a little bit, so we pushing <laughs> right, each other. Right. We're both going off the cliff. Exactly. <laughs> and um, not to mention, you are the co-host of the Backyard Pitmasters podcast as well. Yes, yes, yes. Is that we talk about live fire, man? It's yeah. This this thing is. This thing is something. I like to hear Brandon when he talks about it. So passionate, man. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. It 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 does wonders for his uh you know, his psychological state as it does with a lot of us. Um yeah. you got I mean, you got that's let's I mean, all the people out there, you got digging two guns and you know, they're doing stuff. Uh, uh I I always forget to mention Darrell Haskins. D Haskell, dang, hold up, last name. I gotta edit that out. Um, <coughs> so D Haskell doing great yes, stuff. Mr. Too, Quiet Storm himself. Mr. Quiet Storm himself. <laughs> Mr. Barry White, whatever. Uh, 
I can't even do it. Hey, I got I got to do like Theo Huxtable so I get a debug. Dog. <laughs> I I the first time I thought I was listening to the Sweat Hotel, I was like, somebody please please get this man a syndicated show, please. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, give this man a job. Yeah. Successor to Keith Sweat, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All all great stuff, man. Um, so thanks for sitting down talking about uh coming out of the pandemic. It's um it's been good as always. Um everybody follow Terrence at all his um his sites. So you gotta go to your favorite podcast app to follow the podcast and then go to his blog to follow everything else. Make sure you do that and support. You got a Patreon page or or, or something like that, right? No, I don't. Um <laughs> but but you you got a way to donate to, to this guy. Yeah, I have right, a, um, a way. Yeah. I got a buy me a coffee set up um in yeah. something else on good pods. The tip jar to good pods. Yes. yes. Please, please do right by people that, that are doing good content. You know, we put in a lot of time and effort in this. It's just not just to, to spend the time away in our lives. We're trying to do good things for you guys. And, uh, you know, it's just a little bit just to maintain the channels that we do. That's all. That's all we're asking for. We ain't trying to get rich. We're just trying to tell our story and not go broke doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So with that said, everybody be safe. I'm not going to have a snake in the boot comment. Y'all know what it is. Just make sure you run from the walls because they on your ass like glue. <laughs> Ooh, no, like honey. Ooh, it's sticky. And you ain't Winnie the Pooh. They, they, they treat Winnie the Pooh good. You ain't Winnie the Pooh. I'm sorry for you. Your ass is going to get stung today. Later. Shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. City that pays me. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. I'm killing the flow. Didn't you know? I'm killing the flow. Shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. City that pays me. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. I'm killing the flow. Didn't you know? I'm killing the flow. Didn't you know? Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV.